Gemara discussed the halacha of Hadar Bechatzah Chaveri Shloim Midaita. Tzarech Lalas Leischar, or ain't Tzarech Lalas Leischar. Zen Nen of Zalei Chatzah. Chai Potter. So much drama in this sukya. But really, the highlight and the climax of the drama was right at the beginning of the Gemara. The Gemara said, Amalei Rav Chizda Rami Bar Chama. Rav Chizda told Rami Bar Chama, Loi Havis Gabam Bo'urta Betchumo. The Iboilam Milam Aliyasa. You missed Anabis Medrash last night. The Oilam was handling a very, very Gishmaka Shaila. And it's a Chaval. It's a Shod you aren't there. There was Mili Ma'aliyasa that was knocking in the base Medrash. My Mili Ma'aliyasa. So the Gemara said, What was this Mili Ma'aliyasa? Shafchizah told Rami Barcham. The Oilam was discussing. Hadar Bechatzachavere Shaloy Midaitoy. Tzarek Lalis Leischar. Ain Tzarek Lalis Leischar. And he clarified. Loi Tzricha Bechatzach the Loi Kaim Alagra. Vegavre the Ovid Lemegar. Zen nene v'zeloi chaser chayiv or zen nene v'zeloi chaser potter. So Rami Bachama, here's Rav Chiz the talent that this was going on in Beis Medrash and it made such a tumult. He says, I don't know why it was such a tumult. Amalei, he said, Masnisani, it's a mafurish mishnah, and if it's a mafurish mishnah, why would the bnei yeshiva so confused about something that's really a mafurish mishnah? Amalei, so Rav Chiz told Rabbi Bachama, really. I'm not aware of this Mishnah. No one in Beis Medrash seemed to know about this Mishnah. I must listen it. Sir Rabbi Bachama said, not so fast. You want to know what this Mishnah was? L'chit shamishli, be mishamish me first. And if you're going to do me a solid, then afterwards I'll let you know. So, Rav Chizda had no choice. He really needed to know this Mishnah. Shokal Sudre. So, he took his Sudre. Karachle, he folded it. He says, No, I just did something for you. Amale, he says, No problem. I'll let you know what the mission is. Kate said a regal. Kate said a shame. Wedes. That Mishnah in Perikates at a regal. The Nenis, Mishalemis, Masha Nenis, even though he was Mafkarit. So he said, Meris, clearly, Zen Nene, Vizel, Loi Chasner, that Loch is high. Now, this Gemara is Enoi Oimer, Eladrushuni. And the reason it's Enoi Oimer, Eladrushuni is, number one, for the obvious reason, because it's just Enoi Oimer, Eladrushuni. Rav Chizda and Rabbi Barchamo are having a mach. A conversation of learning. Rami Barchama seems like he has something con- to contribute to this conversation, but he poshit is holding Rav Chizda and holding this Mishnah ransom. He says, I'm not telling you what this Mishnah is unless you do something for me. And what does he do? Shokal Sudre Karachle. And then he says, Okay, now I'm willing to tell you what the Mishnah is. So again, this story seems to be very interesting. And Lachura, there's a little bit more to the story. But the emiss is, if you know a little bit about Toldus Tanon and we talk so much about this, it's even more shocking. You know why? Because number one, Rav Chizda was Rami Barchama's Rebbe. He was his Rebbe. So the Talmud essentially told the Rebbe, I'm sorry, I'm not going to let you know the Mishnah unless you mishamish me. That's a little strange. Number two, Rav Chizda was Rami Barchama's Shver. And Chayavodam Echvoyed Chavav. It's Allah in Yerideya. And more than that, this is not enough. Rav Chizda was also a Koyen. And there's a halach of the Kiddashto. You know, I'll just ask a Koyen to do something for you. Unless he's Moichel HaKvaydai. That's a whole sugi. Rabbeinu Petr, Rabbeinu Tam, Kiyodua. It's not such a simple halach. So, Lechura, number one, Stamazai, without any fancy kashas, what's going on in this Gemara. But when you understand the relationship between Rami Barcham and Rav Chizda, Lechura, what you have is a medrash plea tucked away in a shverish sugya in Perikates of the Regal in Mesechtis Bavakam Vadavchav. So anytime you learn a Gemara like this, you know where you're supposed to go and that is to Teirosoy Shel Rebruven Beramosha, Rebruven Margolis and not surprisingly he has a whole Mechkar that doesn't start but ends 
with this Gemara, and it's in his Sefer Mechkarim Betarkei Talmud. It's Simin Yud Aleph, and the name of the Simin is Talboishes HaTalmud Chacham. It's the wardrobe of the Talmud Chacham. So, Kedarke Bakoidish, it's only three pages, but it's Miyot HaKamus, meaning pages-wise, but it's Reuv HaEchos. There's just so many Mar Bakoidish, and there's so much happening here. But just a little bit of a Taya Meo, and to follow the thought process a little bit of Rabbi Magolas. So, the story begins with Loshin HaRambam in Hilchis Deis. It's Perikei Aloch Aleph. The Ram says as follows, Kishem Shahachacham Nikr B'Chachmasoy Just like a Chacham is Nikr B'Chachmasoy Ubedeyoysov Who moved all Behem Right? By definition, if you're a Chacham, that means you're intellectually superior. You're moved from the Shara'a. So to a Talmud Chacham has to be Nikr with his Maisim. B'Macholoy U'B'Mashkeyu U'B'Bilosoy U'B'Asiyas Tzrachov U'B'Diburoy U'B'Hiluchoy U'B'Malbushoy U'B'Kilkul Dvarov U'B'Masoy U'B'Matana A Talmud Chacham who is Muvdol intellectually has to also be Muvdol in every other way. He has to make sure that what he eats, what he drinks, his Bi'ilo, Asiyas Tzrachov, the way he talks, the way he walks, the way he dresses, the way he handles, everything has to be misukonim and it has to be non And then the Ramam goes and he lists out every one of the aforementioned things in this list and one by one the Ramam has a whole sif how exactly this is supposed to play itself out. So I'm skipping to Allah noki. He has to dress very nice, he should wear nice clothing, and it should be clean. His clothing is not allowed to be dirty. He shouldn't dress like kings. Big day Zov, Vargoman. Vargoman, Kiyodua was a royal garb. Then he goes, Viter, literally, this is custom made. The Ramam talks about. How the hem should be, how long the sleeve length should be, he talks about the lapels, everything. It's in this Rambam here, I'm not being Magazim. I ain't sure. But Al Kopanim, the Haktam is that there's an Indian of a Malbush of a Talmud Chacham. And a Talmud Chacham is supposed to be distinguished in terms of the way it is he dresses. So Abruvim Margolis basically formulated from a whole bunch of different Chazals what the wardrobe of the Talmud Chacham looked like. And he talks about different Begadim that were uniquely begodim of a Talmud Chacham. And he goes through them with his Marim Mekoymas Kedarkai. Just want to mention two. The first is, he talks about the talus of a Talmud Chacham. He says it's clear that the Talmud Chacham's talus was unique. There's a Loshin, Bereshis Rabbah Perik Ayin. Zoha Adam Lutaira, Zoha Letalus. Only someone that Zoha Letaira, Zoha Letalus. Everybody wore a talus. The Teretz is Zocha Adam Lutaira Zocha Latalis. Shabbos Taf Yudam Ed Aleph Mishes Mishayis Atfu Hadayonim. So the Dayonim had a unique talis that they used to wear. Everybody wore a talis. But the Dayan had his unique talis. Mishayis Atfu Hadayonim. Another Loshin Medrash. Mois Rabba Perichov Zayan. Nismana Adam Beroish Natal Talisoy. When a person gets a Steller, he gets a Talis. So you see already that there was something about the Talis of a Katamat Chacham. So he says it over Niflo. He says, there's a 
The Yerushalmi, in the Sechtes Bikurim, it's Perik Gimel Halacha Gimel. The Yerushalmi says, Rabmona Mekol Li'ilin the Mismani Bekesef. So Rabmona was talking about Dayonim and Rabbonim, that the way they got their stellar was by paying Shoichat. And he was very, very disappointed. And he was Mekol. So Mekol, the Mepharshah Yerushalmi say, he was Mavaza. So if somebody would get his position in this way, he was Mavaza them. Rabimi Karaleoi. Rabimi also wasn't very happy. And he used to say the following Pasik regarding Dayonim that paid for their stellar. Right? Because we know Elihim in Chol could be Avoidazara, but it could also be Dayonim. So Elihim, a Dayan that came through, it's Mamish and Azar, it's Kilo, it's a lab in the Torah. I'm Rabbi Yoshio. Rabbi Yoshio said, He says, a Dayan that got his Dayonis not based on his credentials. But rather, he got his dayonis because he paid for it. His talis she'olov k'mardash al chamar. It's ke'ilu, it's a mardash al chamar. So chamar used to have a mardash. What was the mardash al chamar? So that was like a sadin that was put on top of the chamar underneath the ukif. I'm holding in the sugi now. So that the ukif shouldn't hurt the chamar too much. So they would put the sadin, it would absorb all the sweat, and this is the way the chamar was. You had to be there. But the point is, said Rabbi Yoshio, that a uh, Dying, that's the smana through Kesavizov, Talisha Olov is Kimadash al Khamar. So it's a little bit of a Medrash plea. What does it mean it's Kimadash al Khamar? Says Rabbi Ramagolis, I'm going to tell you the Pshat. The Gemara in Mesechtis Shabbos, Tafkuf Yodal Ramad Aleph, brings a Mishnah in Mesechtis Mikvois. The Mishnah says, Revov ala Mardas Chhoitzitz. If you have a Mardas, and the Mardas is Tomei, and you want to be toyful it. And there was a revolve, there was a stain on it. So the revolve that's on the Mardas is considered a Chatzitza, meaning people are Makbit, right, in the world of Chatzitza, on a Ravav being on a Mardas, thus it qualifies as a Chatzitza, and therefore the Allah is, you wouldn't be able to be toyful it in that way. So I'm skipping. When we say that a Mardas is Chatzitz, is that if the Mardas is even on one side, or maybe Dafki Mishnei Tzadim, you would need the Mardas to be on both sides, I'm sorry, you would need the Revav to be on both sides of the Mardas in order for it to be considered a Chatzitza. This Revav that the Mishnah Mikvah says is Chatzitza, it's even if it's on one side, or if, only if it's Two sides. I'm no messiah on this. However, but I have something I can tell to. The Tanan, a Mishnah. Rabbi Yossi says, if there would be a revolve on a beggar of Banoim, even if it's on one side, it would be considered a Chatzitza. If he would have it, Revav uh, on a baggage of a board, Mishnait Stadim, only if it's on two sides would, can be, would it be considered a Chatzitza. So if you have a Revav on a baggage of Banon, Mitzad Echad, that's already considered a Chatzitza. A board, a Leidegeyer, on two sides. So said, I can't see how the Mardash al Khamar should be more Khamar than the Begad of the Amaris. And if the Begad of the Amaris, the Revav is only considered a Revav if it's on two sides, so then certainly the Mardas, for sure, the only time it would be considered a problem is if it's on two sides. Says the Gemara, okay, so Rebchanin was Pashwa Shlokas Shashal, but we mentioned, we were Pashwa by bringing a Mishnah that said that Shal Banoim Mitzat Echot, Vishnel Bur Mishnait Sadim. He said, Bur Mishnait Sadim, then Kalvachimer, the Mardash al Khamar is also going to be Mishnait Sadim. Someone says, my Banon. What is this banon? I'm Rabbi Yochan. Rabbi Yochan and said, "Elu talmidei chachamim sha'oiskin bidbinyonoi shel oylam kol yemeim." You want to know what 
Banoamar, it's the ones of the Talmud Chacham. Said Rabbi Ramagol, state on the Gemara and Nifud the Gezach that the Talis of the Talmud Chacham. Versus the talus of the Amoret, it wasn't just a different talus in terms of the way the Ramam says in Hilchas Day, so it looked a little bit different. But there's halachic nafkeminas as well. What's the halachic nafkemina? If there's a stain on the baguette and you're going to go toivel it now, when is it considered a chatzitza? If it's the baguette of the banoim, who the banoim? If you have it on one side, it's already going to be considered a chatzitza. But if it's a baguette of an Amoret, so then the halach is shelpur mishneit stodim. It has to be on both sides. And the so what's the halach with the mardash shel chamor? The mardash shel chamor is bechura loitehe mardash chashuva mi big day shel amaris. It's also going to be on two sides. So he says that's the oimik of this chamor and bekurim. Am Rabbi Yoshia the talish sheolav that this. Dying. That was Nismana Ayyadeh Kesev Azov. His talus is Kemardash al Khamar. Meaning, not only is it not befitting him this talus, because who are you to wear the talus of Talmud Chacham? Of his own, this in Halacha it's not the talus of the Talmud Chacham. It's like that Mishnah Mikvois. We're going to treat it in Hilchis Chatzitza as a Mardash al Khamar. Meaning, ordinarily, if you were a real legitimate Talmud Chacham, then a stain on one side would already be considered a Chatzitza. But you're a phony. And as a result, you should know that you beggar that you have right now. Now in Halach is a Mardash al Chamor. Ain Mishnah Mesechtes Mikvois. That was the whole point. Take a look there in Perik Tes Mishnah Hey. That the Halach is that we look at it as only being a Chatzitza if it's on two sides, and that's the Oymik. The Oymik is that even in Halach it's going to chapsach an afkemin. But Al Kaponim. Rabbi Ruvim talks about the talus of the Talmud Chacham, how it was different, it was unique, clearly from Lushoynus and Chazal, and Shishpilzich. Anafgamina uh, in Hilchis Chatzitza, and that's the oimik of that Yerushalmi, that that fake Dayan, his beggar is Kimardash al Chamar, based on the Mishnah Mikvah, and the Sugi Mesach the Shabbos, Dav Kufyo Dalit. Magolis also talks about the Sudr that it seems that Talmud Chacham used to wear over his head. So we take for granted that today, we were at Yamakas. But once upon a time, I in Yamakas part one, two, three, four, whatever, but we've talked so much about this over the years. It wasn't necessarily always like that. Befrat, says Rabbi Margolis, you find that Talmidei Chachamim, they used to wear a suter. It comes up a lot. We had it recently together, Kedush and Dav The Gemara was discussing Rav Kahano, and the Gemara says Rav Kahano once took for. Pidyan Aben, Chamishna Sloim, a Suter. And the reason is because he felt that Chazili Chamish Sloim, even though really the Suter wasn't worth five Sloim, Rav Kahana said, I mamish value and I cherish this so much. To me, this is worth five Sloim. I'm Rav Ashi. Rav Ashi commented and he said, I'm Maran, Elikagoyim Rav Kahana, the Gavar Rabu. This is only true for someone of the ilk of Rav Kahana, who was a Gavar Rabu. Umiboyele Sudra Areshe. He needs a Suter on his head. So it's a Mephorish Gemara that. Oh, Gavar Rabba used to wear a suter. There's another Gemara. This Gemara is in Mesechtis Psachim, Dav Kuf Yod Aleph on the base. The Gemara says, Ahu Bar Kasha de Masa, there was a Shoimiro ear, the Ozo the Koi Gabi Gardasa, Dav Isamachamasa. He was watching the city and he was standing next to a Zardasa. That's a certain type of tree where Shadim used to Dresach. So we had a little bit of Shadim in today's Dav. But it was that type of tree. Now, he chopped that he needed a little bit of a shmira. So he went to one of the rabbonim and he asked him for a kameya, and he would have this kameya. This would be a shmira. Now, he thought that this was a regular zardasa that has one shade in it. Apparently, this was the ratio of zardasa to shade him. 
But what he didn't know is that there were 60 shadim that were drank Zech over here. So he goes to one of the Rabbanon, to Loyod, the Zirdus of the Shitan Shadi Abba, who didn't have this information that there were 60 shadim there, and Kasaflaw Kameya, and he wrote him a Kameya. The prescription was based on the diagnosis, which was this one shade. So that was the Kameya that he gives him. Okay, so this Yid, the Shemir comes. And he has his kameh and he thinks he's protected. And as he's there, Shama the Tolichim and he hears the Shadim who took some instrument. Again, whenever you learn sugis of Shadim, so there's going to be things that are above our pay grade. They take an instrument and they put it inside the tree, the Kamashrahachi, and they started playing. And they're singing a song. So I don't know what the tune was, but this is a niggin. Sudre Demar Kitsurbe Merabana, the Sudr of this person looks like the Sudr of Vatsurba Mirabanon. However, but we did a little bit of due diligence and we realized Baruch. He doesn't even know how to make a bracha. The Rajbam says, which bracha doesn't he know how to make? Either way, so this Yid realized that this Kameh is not working because whatever this means doesn't sound good. So he ran to another Chacham and he got a different Kameh and everything was Gavaldic. He heard the shade and said, let's just get out of here. So this other Kameh really, really worked. But here's the point. You see over here that what did they say? Sudre Damar It sounds like this is something that the Tzubim Rabbanon used to wear. And the says, the Gemara, that's Oilau Kulana, is the Gemara Mesach the Shabbos, Tafayin Zayin Amadez. The Gemara says Sudra. Why is it called a Sudra? It's Nutrikin. Soid Hashem Lireyev. It's a Gemara. So the bottom line is that you see that there was a Sudra, a special Sudra, a head covering that the Talmidei Chachamim used to wear. So this is the Hakdam. Says Rabbi Rufa Margolis, once you understand this, there's different Gemaras that really are Mechusar Havana that maybe you can understand. So listen to brilliance. The Gemara Mesech Tzavoy Dezor Daftal Ramanaf. These are all classics. The Gemara says, Meshtabach Lu Rabavo Lemine Beraf Safra Adam Gadolho. He said, Rabavo was once talking to the Minim. So whenever it says Minim in Gemara, we know it's code from the Talmida Yeshe Noitzri. So he was talking to the Minim and they said, you know Rav Safra, he's an Adam Gadol. So they said, really? Yes. He got a 13-year tax exemption. It's not a bad deal. Based on his credentials, that he's a very, very smart person. One day, the Minim meet Rav Safra. They didn't know him, but they had given this exemption based on the word of Rabavo, who was also featured very prominently in today's daf, trying to make it connect a little bit. So they told him, Ksiv, you know, there's a passage in Amos that says, Rak Eschem, Ruben Magalus is going to quote enough Gemaras, we'll be able to make this work. Rak Eschem Yodati Mikol Mishpacha Adama. So the passage says, Hashem says, you know, I loved you from all the nations of the world. And because of that, I'm going to punish you for every last thing you do. So the meaning... The Neutzerim, they turn to Rab Safra and they say, Man de Isle Sisya, Berachme Masikle. Sounds like what Hashem is saying is, you know, I love you so much, and therefore every time I feel a little anger, I'm going to let it out on you. Man de Isle Sisya, someone that has cast, Berachme Masikle, he lets it out on people that he loves. So Ishtik Floyam love like Midi. Rab Safra said, I hear, you're asking a good kasha. So when they heard that Rab Safra didn't know the answer, Rabbalay Sudabit Savare, they took a handkerchief and they put it around his neck, become a they started choking him. And that mamish to choke him, he's trying to, to catch his breath. As this is happening, mamish, hashkocha protest. Rabavo walks by. What are you doing? You told us he's an Adam Gadol. We gave him this major tax exemption. He doesn't know a Pasik. So I understand. He says, 
One second, one second. Slow down. Let's, we can work this out, right? Relax. Take a deep breath. He says, when I told you he knows how to learn, what I said was, B'tanoi. I told you he knows how to learn. B'shnayis. I told you he knows Gemara. B'kroi mi amri luchu. I never said he knows a Pasuk in Amos. Just because you don't know a Pasuk in Amos, that means that you're not, you're not entitled to being a non-for-profit. Lavdavka, <laughs> this is the way it is. Amrulei. So they told him, Maishta atin di yodiso. He said, Rebavo, we know you. And we know you're so well versed in Mikra. So, Mitamo, you're introducing me to a god that Pasha doesn't. So he says, no, it's very different. He says, the reason I know it is because I draze with you. And because I draze with you, and all you're busy with all day is your scripture. So, I have no choice. I have to know. But as it's the Mismedish Mitamidim, and he's learning Baba Kama now. He doesn't know this Pasuk in Amos. And he says, as a result, he says, it's not a Taina. Vishofku, and they let him go. Now, you talk about a Gemara that's Eino Yomer El Dushuni. This Gemara is there. Mom is choking him, they're ripping him apart. Snesba proof from our goal is that that's not what was going on in this Gemara. What does the Gemara say? The Gemara says that they took the Sudder and they wrapped it around his neck for Kamitsarile. So every person that ever learned this Gemara understood that they were choking him. Since they were choking him, what's going on here? Why would they be choking him? It just doesn't make any sense. You know what was going on here? What was going on over here was is he had a Sudder. And the reason he was wearing a Sudder was because he was a Talmud Chacham. And the Talmud Chacham used to wear the Sudder, like Rav Kahana wore the Sudder, like Yenamayi Sadart and the Psachim. He's walking around with his Sudder. And they said, if you're not someone that can explain to me Pashup Shana and Apostik, I'm sorry, you don't deserve the Sudder. So they took the Sudder, but not the Sudder, his Sudder off his head. And rumble it savare. They said, put it around your neck, which is the way people used to all wear their sudarim, says Rabruvan Baramoisha. And that was the oymik over here. The kovitzarile, meaning that telling you you're not a Talmud Kocham, you owe back taxes now for 12 and a half years. That's what was going on over here. And that was the tzad. And that's when he came back to defend himself. They didn't take a sud and start choking him to death. What they did was rumble it sudara. They took the sud off his head, they wrapped it around his neck, and this is what was going on. So it says Rubin goes, if you want to stickle raglayim, to the pshat that I just told you, I'll give you a raglayim l'davet. This is another gemara. Gemara masech this tainis davchav dalit amad aleph. This gemara is a little quicker. The veinasi of gaza tainisa. The nasi's family they were once gaza tainis, and the reason they were gaza tainis because it hadn't rained. There was a famine, and they were mabish. They needed rain. So there was a year. His name was Ishaya Zira. The Minchavraya, his name matters. And he said the following drasha. So he turns to the Gdoilim and he says, so said, Let me explain to you the Pasik. A kala that's Bevesavia. Kosmanche now Yafois, if her eyes are Yafois, in Kogufa Tricha Bedika. Right? If her eyes are Yafis, then probably her goof is also Yafa. Enea Trutois. Right? If it's then already she needs bidiko. See, he said something that was very, very sharp. He said what the Pasik is saying is that if there's a Shkog in Klal Yisrael, it starts with the Enea Eidah. Meaning, if the Enea Eidah were good, then the Ebishtu would never be Baidik in the rest of Klal Yisrael. But Vais Tois, the Ebishtu is coming after us for our sins, must be that and must be there's something going on here with the Eneo Edo. So this is what this Yid, whose name was Ishaya Zi'ira, the Minchavraya said. Also, Abdi, as soon as he said this, doors open up, 
the avodim of the nasi came. Romele stood with tzavari. They come They took the tzuder and they started choking him. Amrulu bnei Mosse. So the oilim that was it. They said shavke, let him go. No, he's l'shem shemayim, and because he's l'shem shemayim, this is not something that you have to worry about. This is another gemara where the same exact thing is playing itself out. Zokde, you know what the pshat is? I'm going to tell you the pshat. He said the pshat is that they didn't like what this yid said, and because they didn't like what this yid said, so they were going against him. Says Rabbi from Argolis, who was this yid? He was Oshaya Zi'ira the Minchavraya. Right? He was Azayingaman. So they thought, oh, this Yingaman has a seat at the table. He belongs here. But when he said something that they were very disappointed at and they didn't like, so what they did was they took the Sudar off his head and Ramalub Savare. So he says, okay, this one sounds a little more dachuk, right? The first Navajazar was a little bit more Gishmak. This one's a little bit more dachuk. So he says, take a look at one more Gemara. Bavakam. Tafnun There was a yid whose name was Eliezer Zeira, and he was wearing black shoes. And black shoes was a minig of Avelus Kilu. He was being misabul on Yerushalayim. V'koy b'shukah denaharda ashkechu the beirish kalusa. So the beirish kalusa saw him. But Amalei they told him Maishna Hani Masani. He says, Why are you wearing black shoes? I'm a little to come abul on Yerushalayim. Amalei at chashivas lasabul be Yerushalayim. You think you're chashiv enough to be misabul on Yerushalayim? Sover you are a have a. They thought it was you are a asyua chavshua. They took the shoes. They took him. They incarcerated him. I got some mice until he was able to prove that he was on the madrega that he can be masalba yushalayim. They gave him his shoes back and they gave him his freedom back. But that's the gemara over here. Ruben Ragol says it's not a coincidence that. The person mentioned here in Tainus Chavdal is Oshaya Zeira the Minchavraya, and the person mentioned here Berak Hakoinus is Eliezer Zeira. Right? They're both Zeira. They were in commands, and because of that. The feeling was is that who are you to what to conduct yourself and behave as if you have as a itzlus the rabbanon? You're wearing the suder on your head. You're walking around with the masani uchmi. And in both cases, where they felt epis, there was something wrong. What did they? It was the same ma'isa. He says tainus chavdalit and bavakaman on test is the same nakuda. They see a zeira who they feel is behaving above his pay grade, and you shouldn't behave this way. So in bavakaman on test, they took a shoes. And Chavshua. And in Tainus Chavdala, they took the Sudder off his head and they wrapped it around the Sabra. But he says, This Gemara here in Tainus, I think, is something that comes to light through the Gemara Nakoinus, Nuntesam and Aleph. And if that's the case, it's Mamish Lushitosi, the way I'm learning the Gemara by the Zarnafdal. Tvarim Niflon. But the bottom line is, this is what he says. It says, We're from Argolis, Maybe you could say Pshad in another Gemara player. And that's our Gemara that we started with. The Gemara here in Mesechtis, Bavakama. This story between Rami Barcham and Rav Chizda. So Rav Chizda, Rami Barcham, having this conversation, Rav Chizda says it was a whole discussion about Adar B'chaz Chavere Shalem Yedaytoy. Tzarech L'Alas L'Ischar, Ain Tzarech L'Alas L'Ischar. Rami Barcham says, I don't know what the whole Shaila was. It's from a Furish Mishnah. So he says, it's from a Furish Mishnah. Where's the Mishnah? I'm not telling you. He says, Lachit Shamishli. If you'll be Mishamishli, I'm going to tell you. So what did he do? What did he do? He took a Sudr and he folded it and he says, okay, now that you are Mishamishli, now I'm going to tell you. Take a look at. But the Kama da Fiotasam of this. So he says, there's one more Gemara. Sanhedrin da Flamen of this. The Gemara says, Reb Shimon ben Al-Yokim have a Mishtaka that led Reb Yosef Reb Chanina Lemismache. Reb Shimon ben Al-Yokim was trying very, very hard to get Reb Yosef Reb Chanina Smicha. It wasn't working. 
He was trying to get Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi Hanina Smicha, and he couldn't pull it off. One day they were all sitting by Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan told the Talmud, so you're there in Sanhedrin. Is there anyone that knows if the Allah is like Rabbi Yochanan? Rabbi Yochanan says, yeah, Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi says, yeah, Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi he knows. No, tell me. So Rabbi Yochanan tells Rabbi Yochanan, you want Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi to tell you if the Allah is like Rabbi Yochanan? First, give him smicha. He says, if you give him smicha, then I'm going to tell you. Samche, he gave him smicha. Amalei, he told him. Kach shamati, shamoyed Rabbi Shuvah Mkarchal Rabbi Nosen, ayin sham. So Ruvah Margola says, you see from this Gemara that sometimes people try getting smicha, that's many Gemaras. And what they would do was, is they would wait for a Galegenheit to try to finally get it. And you know what a Galegenheit was? Is that if Rabbi Yochanan, or someone on that level, needed to come on to you for halacha, you were able to hold him hostage. I'm not telling you this halacha unless you give me the smicha that I've been waiting for. And this was a move. It's a mafurish gemara, son. I love it. So he says, maybe that's what happened to this gemara, Baba Kama. Rabbi Barchama, you're right. That's a young man. And Rabbi Barchama is trying to get smicha. And who does he want to get smicha from? His Rabbi Rav Chizda. And he couldn't get it. So he finally had his opportunity because he missed the night of his medrash. And he says, I have a Mishnah. What's the Mishnah? He says, I'm not telling you unless what? Unless you mishamish me. What, he's going to ask his Rebbe to be mishamish? He's going to ask his shver to be mishamishim. He's going to ask a koyin to be mishamishim. The whole story doesn't make any sense. Look, the shamishly means you have to give me something that you know I want very badly. What do I want? I want smicha. What did he do? Shakal sudra. He took a sudr. He said the sudr was the symbol of the Talmud Chacham. It was the symbol of the musmech. Karachlu, not he folded it. But what he did was, is he took the sudr. He took Rami Bar Chama's sudr. He took it off his tzavar. And he put it on his head. He gave him what he wanted. And that's the rest of the story.